All right, welcome to Bravo and Blaze with Jenny Blaze. We're here for an emergency recording due to Tom Sandoval's tomfoolery again. Trigger warning. As soon as Tom starts the conversation about suicide, he has now committed the ultimate deflection and we can no longer give him any heat or else it's frowned upon. And this is the thing that Tom is completely missing. Nobody, no one, at least me personally, wants to see Tom Sandoval hurt in any way, shape, or form. In fact, it's the complete opposite. We desperately want to see him have a glow up as a human being. His character, his morals, his emotional maturity, his self-awareness and social awareness he just continues to disappoint us and act even more repugnant every single opportunity he gets. And I just know his worst fear is being ignored, right? That might be his all-time rock bottom. And I don't think he realizes that he's driving us all to that point because if he doesn't show any glimpse of hope in growing as a person, then we all will ignore and his worst fear will come true. And I hope that he understands that, at least for me, like I don't expect perfection and I wouldn't ask that of anyone. I just want slight improvement, any improvement, any improvement at all would be better than nothing at all. And I feel like most of us have really low standards. <laughs> So would it take much? Look at Jax, Jason Couchy. He is a good Christian father now, and we love it. He may still be an actual asshole, but he's improved, and that's all we can ask for. Same goes for James. I know he has problematic behavior right now. I haven't been diving deep into it. I hope he's held accountable for his actions as well as continues to work on improving himself as well. That's all we can ask for, right? I do have a spot for James because I think he is one of the only guys on the show, apart from Brock, who has really opened up in an emotionally mature way to allow us to give him another chance. Like, look how far we've come. In summary, Tom Sandoval, we are actually rooting for you to be a better person. That's what we want. All right, so yesterday, a New York Times article comes out. It's titled, How Tom Sandoval Became the Most Hated Man in America. And I don't want to take all the credit for this. So the biggest outrage by the general public has been over his comparison of Sandoval to George Floyd and O.J. Simpson. I can't even begin to dive into how wrong all of this is. We don't have enough time to cover all that. And I'm not going to reiterate what everyone else in the world is saying and thinking. But to summarize, Tom Sandoval is even more unhinged than we all thought. Another point that comes out in this article, he does have a crisis PR, apparently. Her name is Riley. How old is she? 23, I think. She's been watching Vanderpump Rules since she was in middle school. I don't know what to say. 
Another interesting thing that I read was, and I didn't even read the whole article. I'm not going to go out of my way to spend that much time on Tom Sandoval. I'm just taking highlights, but he also was hoping he would get a residency with Chippendales in Vegas. And I think that's why he stopped drinking. I think that's why he went on special forces. I think he had a plan in mind. And it's sad to me because I'm like, that kind of negates all of that special forces work because I wanted to believe that he was trying to be a better person by going on special forces. But now I'm thinking he just wanted to like get into shape. I know Jojo Siwa I filmed in New Zealand. So backlash, obviously everybody is upset about this. And we even got Gertie from Real Housewives of Miami to go onto Instagram and record herself going off on Tom Sandoval and how wrong he is. We also got Candace from the Real Housewives of Potomac. What did she say? Candace tweeted, not to mention dot, dot, dot. It is still Black History Month. We not doing this. What is going on on Al Gore's internet today? Why are we using Sandoval in the same sentence as George Floyd? I need everybody to take a nap. And I mean everybody. <sighs> Get them, Candace. So on Queens of Bravo, Katie Maloney commented on a post of Queens of Bravo. She wrote, the fuck? Sorry for the curse word, but I have no other words. Hey, Tom Schwartz, you want to come explain what he was really trying to say? <laughs> Go, Katie. Okay, so everyone is outraged. Tom Sandoval responds to this outrage via Instagram stories, which to me is just like so lazy. Like, was Riley like, just put it in the story. Just write this. Give me your phone. She writes, I'm assuming, my intentions behind the comments I made in New York Times Magazine were to explain the level of national media attention my affair received. The comparison was inappropriate and ignorant. I'm incredibly sorry and embarrassed. I mean, immediately he goes into defending himself in the first sentence. I'm glad in the second sentence they noted that it was inappropriate and ignorant. And in the third sentence, apologized and said they're embarrassed, which I don't know if I believe Tom Sandoval can be embarrassed, but... Anyways, you think Tom Sandoval's like, okay, maybe he's getting on a better track. Maybe he made a mistake. But then I see a post from Bravo Wall Black. Tom Sandoval apologized for George Floyd comments and then blocks Bravo Wall Black during Black History Month after he just compared Sandoval to George Floyd and OJ Simpson. Was Riley born when the O.J. Simpson trial went down? I don't think so. She probably has no idea how effed up this is. Oh, my God. Like, that's truly, I can't, <laughs> I was floored. I'm like, is this real? When I first saw it, I'm like, this cannot be real. This is not serious. It's real. Reasons Tom Sandoval continues to terrorize our souls. I didn't do anything to them. Yeah, you did. You terrorized our souls. It's been almost a year. The anniversary of Scandoval is coming up. It was my birthday weekend. 
And now that I think about it, maybe I'm still mad that Tom Sandoval ruined my birthday last year because truly at my core, I am a the ultimate birthday monster. Great timing. I did a recording on Heard at Media with Bravo by Gaze. My face is Tom Sandoval yeah. right behind me. It's like hovering over me. And I just felt so his face, his eyes got big. You know that look that he gives? Yeah. Like the Jim Carrey look? Yeah. I almost peed my pants. <laughs> I told the story of my Tom Sandoval Bravo Con run in. Make sure you check that out. I've I've told the story before, but Larry was actually there. It happened. Also, I said to Larry, I was like, hey, do you remember when Scandival first was happening? Like, I had a live stream a lot during Scandival because the information was coming in so fast. I didn't have time to, like, stop and just, like, make one hour of a recap. It just, like, kept coming in. I remember being live and Larry comes on. I'm so deep in it. And I'm, like, so disturbed. I go, Larry, do you think he's worse than Scott Peterson? He was like, what? Of course he's not worse than Scott Peterson. Scott Peterson killed his pregnant wife. And I just want to say, guys, I'm joking, okay? Obviously, he's not worse than Scott Peterson, legally. But his behavior is very disturbing. And I guess that's the comparison that I was trying to meet to make. So if anyone's upset over that, I do apologize, but I do think that his behavior is just as disturbing as someone like Scott Peterson. And what would he do if there weren't cameras around? What lengths would this man go to? Look what he's doing right in front of our faces. I was surprised, however, with the poll that I did, I asked you guys, and 58% of you said he's worse. He's not worse. I also asked, what should Cardboard Tom's punishment be? This man has been punished three times already. This Cardboard guy. We were born the same year. So I asked you guys, what should Cardboard Tom's punishment be? And y'all are fucked up. <laughs> That's the first thing I learned. Um, I can't even read all of these because, you know, we can't can't hurt his baby feelings. There are a couple that are funny, though. One, if we all universally ignored him, I think that would crush him. That's true. Dina J said, you put him in a man suit from Zara instead of the woman's suit. He likes take that, Tom. That was something in the New York Times article they pointed out that Tom Sandoval wore a light blue Zara suit that was woman's because he thinks it's more flattering on his body. People are saying he needs to be off the show. Someone said, give him a mullet and a Waldo sweater. <laughs> oh, I like this one. Banishment. Set out a few seasons like some other cast members. I just like that they said banishment because it reminds me of the traitors. <laughs> but yeah, he does need to sit out. All right. So court is in session. Judge Jenny and the Court of Public Opinion hereby sentences cardboard Tom keeping of the mouth to stop talking. Here we go. In other news, 
Rachel released a diss IG reel or TikTok towards Sheena, emphasizing how many times Sheena says Tom Sandoval's name, which was actually pretty hilarious. Guess what episode 10 of her podcast is going to be, because everyone's going to get real tired hearing her just talk about Tom Sandoval. Sounds like such an interesting podcast. When she said Sandoval, yeah. I was like, what? I right. remember my friend Sandoval at my house, but I'm like, with Sandoval, just Tom Sandoval. Yeah. He was my number one Yeah. with Tom Sandoval. Your station is Sandoval. I said about Miami Girl, I said, Sandoval, sure, Tom Sandoval's a massive Mala <laughs> right. fan. I don't want to be associated with anyone who works with Tom Sandoval. Thoughts on Tom's passion speeches towards Rachel. Tom, I'm Tom who's? Sandoval, obviously. Sandoval. And the second verse is about Sandoval. Sandoval, no. Sandoval aside, I study Sandoval's behavior now. Sandoval did a voiceover too. He said Sandoval was the hotter Tom. Everyone who came up to see the Toms, they were so excited for both of them and hugging both of them. And Tom and Rachel, warm with a mustache. <laughs> Tom Sandoval and Rachel are missing for a solid three hours. Seeing Tom gas her up, you know, all seasons. Tom and Raquel, to see they filmed together just because he's with Tom. Sandoval relationship with you was neither of you were faithful no, to each other. Not at all. They were also very, we were very, young. very yes. messy, very young. What's your take on Billy and Sandoval? Sleep, I think it's true. You think it's about Billy Lee? I think it was Billy Lee. I kind of think something maybe did happen with him and Billy back in the day. Oh, he makes the statement once a cheater, always a cheater. True. Yeah. yeah. Sandoval fertilizing Ariana's eggs. I'm like, are you guys just hitting your like talking points in this right now? Because it was weird. Sounds like such an interesting podcast. I'm sorry that you have to look at my face and listen to my voice over and over and over to figure out the best parts because how do you do that? She even said she spent a lot of time on it. It was passion project and I can't help but feel bad for her for being outshined by Tom Sandoval's hinge behavior yesterday with that article and just the problematic subsequent behavior on social media and i'm just thinking wow she was probably so pissed that sandoval acted a damn fool on the same day she finally posted her disreel that she worked so hard on and i just have this like picture in my mind of her starting to cry like when she was on her date with peter montreal like not good so Real quick, I'll go through a couple points from last night's episode. What is up with Billy Lee in Tom Sandoval's face during the ice plunge? It brought back memories of this nurse who was in my face when I was giving birth the first time, who kept like just saying over and over again, and in my mind, I'm like, off lady. I wanted to like snuff her face. You can't in that moment because you're just like, in this state of distress. And I couldn't help but think like, oh my God, Billy Lee, why are you in his face? He's in an ice plunge. So weird. I was talking to someone who mentioned like her eyes didn't blink one time. So Tom Sandoval at one point, he describes his feelings when he's feeling the lowest. Like he feels pain, anger, sadness, depression, bleakness. None of the words he used were remorseful empathetic, apologetic, nothing. I just can't. I just can't. The whole Schwartz and Joe situation, big weird energy. Don't even have comments. Oh my gosh. I was dying, dying laughing when Sandoval said that we all followed Sheena and Lala's lead on how to treat him post Scandoval. Then they show a clip of Sheena's podcast on March 9th. Scandoval dropped on March 3rd. I remember because it was my birthday weekend, Tom Sandoval. You ruined my birthday weekend. And the proof of me spiraling is all on YouTube. Live streamed for about three months. 
who wears a costume of their mistress for Halloween when you are hanging out with both your girlfriend and your mistress? Wait, I feel like wait, I'm wait, 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 I need to know about speed that. On that one again. Hold on, wait. Tom wore a costume. He went as Raquel. Yes. I didn't know that. Uh, well, we didn't what? know that. I'm we sorry. We didn't know that. <laughs> is that so? Or is that true? Yes, there's pictures of it. Wow. Oh my God, I had no idea. Okay, that's the headline. That was awesome. Thank you for joining us on this because I didn't know that. That's crazy. Oh my God. By the way, I love that you said that she is a victim as well. Oh my God. All the God. fans feel like they're victims. That was good. That was good. Okay. Wow. Go check it out. The clip of Lala's podcast was from April. Like we had already made up our minds well before those days. They also showed James and Graham reuniting. And if we're going off of what we're seeing on the show, that happens before the trip to Tahoe. But when it was taking place, because this is the only show I've ever followed during filming so closely, I remember what I recall is Lisa had the dog, her, what was her friend or her designer, one of her like colleagues had Graham on a leash and I th we thought that James and Graham were reunited in Tahoe. So we don't know. I remember that very clearly because they were in Tahoe and there's like one short clip where James is with a dog that looks like Graham. And we're all like, what? Is that Graham? And then we're looking at pictures from like earlier in the day. And it was like Lisa with the dog. And we're like, what is happening? <laughs> it's so fun. One thing I wanted to mention, if you are not on Twitter, please go to Twitter, follow Bravo and Blaze, and also just keep an eye out for the pump rules and scan of all hashtag because it is so hilarious. Just make a separate account. Make a new account just to follow the tweets when the show is airing because it is so funny. Beautiful Life on Twitter said Tom Sandoval is the Donald Trump of Vanderpump Rules. And I'm, <laughs> I can't stop laughing about that because it's so true. And I can't believe I haven't heard anyone say that sooner. <laughs> but really, yes. Oh, okay. So my closing thoughts. You all may be aware that I am obsessed with the traders. I interviewed Dan Giesling, who was on Big Brother, and he was the first trader to be banished this season. Dan told me in our interview that he grew up with Kristen Doty. Get ready for this one. I grew up with Kristen Doty. Shut the hell up. And he even told a story about when he went to L.A. with his wife when Vanderpump Rules first started. Kristen and Tom were dating at that time. And he told this crazy story about Kristen and Tom tasing each other to make videos for Vine. So about like right when Vanderpump Rules of first season came out, um, I was with my wife. We were in, in L.A. I met with Kristen and Tom Sandoval at this bar. And like I hadn't seen Kristen in like 20 years. And this was when Vine was out. And oh, yeah, Vine. We, were there, we were there for like 15 minutes. Kristen had a taser out and oh. she was getting Tom to try and film her getting tased on Vine. And I was like. You know, things have come a long way since we grew up in Dearborn together. <laughs> I was like, what? That is nuts. Sounds very on brand for them. Completely unhinged. But Dan goes on Kristen's podcast, and I thought the episode, or 
was very interesting. What's going on? We've come a long way since riding our bikes in the streets of Dearborn. I'm going to tell you that right now. Fucking no. wild. Long, long time ago. People are losing their shit. You did a podcast <laughs> not that long ago, and you told a really funny story that we'll get into. But when you kind of broke the ice and you were like, yeah, I grew up with Kristen. We're both from Dearborn. And all of a sudden, like my DMs, my text, right now, my text messages are still going off. Like, you know him for real? No, he's a figment of my imagination, everyone. <laughs> There's got to be something in the water in Dearborn. If you two. For one, Kristen seems salty that Dan told the story on my podcast, and I don't know why. She intentionally referenced my podcast by referring to it as that podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Kristen. I hope you're not mad at me. I love you. And all the LA things. Let's back up. So you did this podcast, as I was speaking of, and I sort of remember the story. I had to listen to your interview a couple of times and I'm like I'm like wait what taser and I was like oh yeah I I kind of remember this okay. um second Dan was pretty much saying how that time that he met up with Kristen in LA when she was dating Tom he told his wife like I don't know that Kristen like that's not the Kristen I remember growing up so what did Chelsea your wife think of me after that moment um I just told her I go hey like that's not fully Kristen at least not the Kristen I remember I just think it's like maybe LA. I mean, because when you're on a show and you're like, and you're attention up, seeking, like, <laughs> things are kind of messed up. And I'm, I just thought, like, kind of like, she's cool. Just next time you meet her, it'll be different. And if you followed along Kristen's journey outside of Vanderpump Rules, you can see an evolution from her, a maturing of her emotionally. And Dan also pointed out on the podcast, he said, the Kristen that I'm talking to now feels like the Kristen that I grew up with. And that just, first of all, I really love that. I thought it was very touching. And I don't know if Dan is like manipulating us or not, but he's good at it, whatever. I loved it. And it just makes me feel like Tom is just still in that let's tase each other for Vine mentality. He's never evolved. And that was like a decade ago. And that's why I'm also thinking like maybe he's developed some kind of like psychological condition from prolonged exposure of filming of a reality show. Maybe this is like a new condition that hasn't been diagnosed yet or even created. Maybe it'll be named after him, but something is not right. And while the devil works hard, Tom Sandoval works harder. After I wrote out this outline for today's emergency recording, I see another unhinged update on Tom Sandoval from Bravo Breaking News on Instagram. So the update is Tom Sandoval releases an article with Interview Magazine titled Tom Sandoval Tastes Some Grocery Store Cakes. I thought it was a joke. I thought, like, I still don't know if it's real. I'm like, is this real? This is maniacal. Who does that after yesterday? After yesterday's behavior. Oh my gosh. I feel like this is Riley's solution to the New York Times crisis. I'm wondering if Riley asked chat GPT, like, what do I do in <laughs> when my client fucks up a New York Times article? Chat GPT said, Tom Sandoval tastes some grocery store cakes. This man is trolling us. This is satire. This cannot be real. <laughs> oh my gosh. I give up. Haggis. Haggis.
Haggis, haggis. Good job. Peter. Straight to the fam.